What's going on, guys? This is a very, very special day for me. Uh, this is and me, and me, and 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 SQ. Uh, he's been waiting for this for a really long time. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, this is the first ever podcast coming from No Risk No Risk. Welcome to the Risk Podcast. Salam SQ. What's going on, How you bro? doing, bro? Alhamdulillah, I'm all right. How are you? Good alhamdulillah, good alhamdulillah. So, let's let's act like we haven't met each other in the car the whole time. Let's just let's just act this way that this is the he first didn't pick time. me up. Let's just act like he didn't pick this me up and drive time me. I've here. never met the guy. You know, let's just act this is our first time. Okay. Oh salam bro. Mashallah. Oh, it's so happy to see you for the first time ever. Just actually just on that, the funny thing is is Generally speaking, uh, SQ and I have never met each other before. Yeah, first time. Uh, you know, he's never seen me before. You know how unsafe this could be? Like, like, dude could be kidnapping me, or I could be kidnapping him. That's the next level social media. <laughs> I kidnap people. I, You know, I lure them in with a nice amount of growth and brand, and then all of a sudden, people end up missing, and everyone's just like, yo, every time SQ collaborates with someone, they go missing. What's happening over here? Then they start connecting to the gods, I'm like a serial killer or something, you know what I mean? I think you just uh, never know. You're gonna to find me and Swartha John on an island somewhere held captive by SQ. Probably. But yeah, he got in the car and he was like, Sanakum, and we started driving and he's like, by the way, um, we're two strangers going somewhere in a car. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know, my wife be mentioning that to me, you know, she's just like, you know, you just go with all these strangers. I'm like, ah, they're my bros, you know, like I don't really know them, but they're my bros. So I'm not, I'm not too worried. Cool. Cool. So look, first of all, thanks so much for uh, taking the time to Happy do this. To help. Anytime. Um, so for, for me, the, the kind of main aim of this is to focus on, uh, as I mentioned to you earlier, kind of, th- there's four things that I believe make up a person, which is their, their religion, their faith, uh, their health, their wealth, and the relationships that they have. Yep. So, um, just keeping that in mind. And obviously, um, this is a platform that, that, um, that we have created in order to inspire people. Um, to to towards their success and towards their passions and yep. and I think um, someone like yourself you really do embody that and and I can see in the videos that you make that and, and even in the conversations that we were having in the car um, not like we've ever met each other before but in the conversation that we could have had potentially in the yeah, car before for sure uh, you know it was it was it was just pure passion sure you know yeah. even though it's early in the morning you're fasting right now yeah yeah it's yeah. the day of Arafat yeah um, there was just pure passion in that conversation 100%. and um. Like I said to you earlier, um, I was watching your your first videos. Sure. So I watched your the very first video that you ever did on those monstrosities <laughs> of videos. Oh, oh man, hey, those are, oh. that was that was really inspiring because that was one of the reasons for me where I was like, you know what, it's okay if he uh, could do it. Look if, at that if he nastiness. Do it, I could do it. Definitely do it. Do it right? Look at that. I think that's why I've kept them. <laughs> that's one of the reasons I kept them, and that's why they're so bad because they were designed to inspire better people than me. So I'm. <laughs> I'm happy that you got inspiration from my garbage. That's so, good. so I saw that, and I think you were standing in front of a white sheet. Yes, and uh, yes, and yeah, you were just. You know, you know what's so funny about that, bro? Honestly, I, I was inspired to. Someone told me a good friend of mine, Shoaib, shout out to Shoaib, uh, mentioned to me like, "Listen, bro, like." You have such a great personality, this and that. You need to start a YouTube channel. I'm just like, get out of here. I'm not going to start no YouTube channel. Like, that's not who I am. He's like, bro, trust me, trust me, just start a YouTube channel. So when he put that idea in my mind, bro, it just grew. And I was just like, what am I going to, what am I going to call this channel? What's it going to be? I said, you know, like, I want, and I told him, I said, you know what, if I am going to do this, it has to be a lifestyle channel. I have to show them every aspect of a Muslim and how you could be a Muslim. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, I said that, you know what, it's going to be called 
Way of Life. And,、mm. um, you know, that's not a unique name at all. You know, Way of Life, everyone has. Bro, I typed in YouTube, Way of Life, there's a million of them. And I'm just like, man, like, okay. And I, I still call it Way of Life. It's not an issue. So I thought that this is all the things I need. I was just like, man, I need a DSLR camera,、mm-hmm. right? I was saying, I need a DSLR camera. I'm looking on eBay. I'm just like, yo, this is mad money. How am I going to start this? You know, this and that. Um, but I'm like, no, but I know someone who has one. So let me bring them on board、mm. so that they can help me, help me, help them, and all that good stuff. I'm like, okay, but I do need box lights. I do need, I started thinking I needed、mm. all these things. Bro, I went on eBay, I bought the box lights, all that sort of stuff. Bro, it was such a difficult setup that I only ended up making, or I batch shot a lot of videos, but I only ended up releasing a few because I didn't really like them. Yeah, yeah. And I was just insecure about them, to be honest with you. Bro, I haven't even used that box light set, nothing. It's been collecting dust for three years now. Because in most of my videos, you'll see if you watch any of my contests on the go. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll sit behind this and I'll just make a video. I'll just make it, right? Because it's about content, right? It's about content, having good content. It's about having, you know, like a good story to tell. It's not about the stuff. And I have a video coming out with Smile to Jannah about how to be a Muslim YouTuber or influencer. And it's about that. It's about content. People are so caught up with, let me get my intro right. Let me get the name. Let me get my, my thumbnail. And nah, bro, you don't need any of that. Right now, you just need content. That comes with the thing, bro. Smile to Jenna saw my page. He was just like, "Listen, bro, like it just looks like an amateur page. I gotta fix this up for you." So Smile to Jenna, literally, shout out to him, bro. You don't understand. This dude is so sincere. This dude literally made me a banner from scratch,、wow. not like taking me and like just say, "All right, bro, here's your banner." Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, he yeah. literally made. He asked me. What's your favorite colors? What represents you? What should I put over here, bro? He was that your first、it. video today? That the one that you posted today was that from his stuff as well? Yeah, 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 yeah with、so. the intro yeah, and yeah, the yeah. outro. But he made an outro for me, an intro for me, a banner for me.、Uh, fixed my entire YouTube channel because I don't know how to do any of those <laughs> things. I'm still a rookie. Do you know what I mean? And、um, he just hooked it up for me. All for what? What, what? what was his ask? Not a thing. Right, same thing with this podcast. What's my ask? I think. Oh, my only ask is just pick me up, bro. I don't. I, I, <laughs> I don't have a ride. Just pick me up. You know, that's my only. That's my only ask. Absolutely, absolutely. So I just wanted to kind of get, get a bit deeper into this, right? Because there's a lot of people watching this that want to do things in their life,、sure. but they're not doing it for、sure. for one reason or another. So、sure. uh, I want to kind of start right at the very, very, you know, the the core, the the root of all of this, right? Yeah. So we know your story, right? We know. We know that you know. You were from the U.S. You moved to Pakistan.、Yeah. Uh, you came back day before nine eleven. <laughs>、oh, wow! Yeah. Right. Well,、uh, you know a lot. That, that, that's just how you know the internet's、research. powerful. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Yeah. So, so you know, then nine eleven happened, and that kind of shattered the,、yeah. the the kind of the psyche of the Muslims. Yes. And in fact, if I'm being honest with you,、um, there's there's a few people and a few things that happened post nine eleven which helped me in kind of affirming my faith, which was. There was one group,、uh, you know. I know that obviously、um, music isn't really the the best thing to talk about,、okay. but、um, Outlandish was、uh, was a group that I listened to, which really helped me to、uh, kind of be proud of being a Muslim because、sure. they made it cool, okay, right? And then、okay. I remember having a shirt. I bought a shirt. And、yeah. it had like Arabic calligraphy on it, and I bought it from like、uh, a normal Western、yeah. shop, right? And I'd walk around, and people would ask about it, like, "Oh, what does this Arabic say?、Wow. What does it mean?" And、wow. you know, so then it was kind of forcing me, it was, yeah, 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 it, it was, was forcing、subtle. me、yeah. to kind of be a bit more. So,、sure. so that's where the kind of the brand idea came from as、that's、well. But、um, but when it came to when it came to、uh, yourself, what you were doing at that time, so like I said, we we know that story. So at what point did it become? Almost because you, you call this a mission. What you're doing, way of life, way of life SQ, yeah, is a mission for you,、yeah. right? 
when did this become a mission for you? That's that's a really good question. So I just want to add one thing to the way of life thing. So when I was telling you I was looking for names, on YouTube, you can put whatever name you want. It'll let you do it. It sounds like an Instagram account. When I started my Instagram account, and I was telling you this earlier, because my YouTube channel, I put out like four videos or three videos, and I stopped because I didn't like them. I, I was insecure about them. And it took so long for me to edit them, like seven, eight hours. And I'm spending time away from my family uh, and just, just my newborn daughter. You know what I mean? I'm just spending so much time away from them. And uh, I remember, no, no, my daughter wasn't born at that time. And I just from my wife and she was pregnant at the time. And I remember thinking to myself, bro, like, what's the point of this? Like, honestly, I'm getting like 13 and a half views, like for eight hours of work. I'm like, this is not even worth it. And I realized something. I realized something that my why, my goal, my mission wasn't right. Hence, it wasn't working out. Mm. Later on, I, I d- decided that I'm going to start an Instagram channel to help those 15 and a half subscribers you know like to keep up with me until my next video comes out and i wanted to same name way of life but way of life was taken because it's a very popular mm. name right i'm just like what can i put the real way of life what can i put the underscore the real official way of right? life. The official, who am i i'm nothing official at all i should be putting the fake way of life you know i put the underscore way underscore of you know uh, okay, you know okay, okay, i, I yeah, started doing you know playing with all these things i showed my wife my wife was just like no it's too long it's too this and i'm uh-huh. like okay cool uh way dot of dot life she's like yeah, nah, yeah. nah 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 and then i was just like what if i just put sq at the end of it she was like you know what sure and then next thing you know it's just way of life sq i changed my youtube channel way of life, and it just became one thing way of life sq and i'm just i just kept it like that you know so that was the inception of that the reason i'm telling you this bro is just because in the beginning my motive right my motive my motivation was perhaps saying something and making sure people listen to me that was my motivation i want to say something to you and you gotta listen to me Mm. then it became i want to say something to you and i don't care if you listen to me Mm. and that's when things skyrocketed when i stopped caring about people watching or listening the moment that click bro everything clicked everything changed everything changed for me bro everything was just like now all of a sudden i'm doing it because when I was doing it before, I had an expectation that, listen, when I speak, you should listen. First and foremost, I'm a nobody. I still am a nobody. If you're listening to this right now, the three people will probably listen to this. I'm still a nobody. But the truth is that when you do something, you got to do it for the sake of Allah. And doing for the sake of Allah means expecting nothing in return. I don't expect a view. I don't expect a follow. I don't expect a sub. I don't expect nothing. All I can rely on, because think about it, bro. A follower a like, a sub, a whatever, right? Uh, anything. Those are out of our control. We can't control. I, you can't control how many people listen to this podcast. I can't control how many people watch my next YouTube video. What I can control is the amount of effort that I put into putting it out. Mm. That's the only thing we can control. And bro, that's what I focus on. My value is not likes, comments, subs, followers. My value comes from SQ. Did you work your butt off today? Yes. Then you put out some good piece of content. If you could watch it and laugh at it, be like, oh, that's pretty funny, right? That's it. You did it. Mm. You did it. But w- my original intention was like, I need people to listen to this. I'd forward via WhatsApp. I'd f- I would try to like do all this stuff. No one was listening. And that put me off. Mm. But now, bro, I could spend eight hours. I wouldn't spend eight hours now. But like if I did <laughs> and no one watched it, it would hurt a little, but then I'd remind myself of the motivation of why I'm doing this and the mission that you said. The mission, bro, is to help people out. Does that mean help hundreds of thousands of people? Does that help mean help millions of people or helping two people? If my goal is to help people, 
I've accomplished my goal. Right, my mission is to help people. Mm-hmm. I helped two people. I've accomplished my mission. The problem, the rest comes from greed. The rest comes from look. There's nothing wrong with wanting more. There's nothing wrong for uh, wanting my message to spread further, faster. Nothing wrong with that. But it's also humbling to remind yourself that listen, the fact that two people benefited from you, that's the mission. You accomplished your mission. Yes, we would hope more people. Yes, we would hope that video goes viral. Yes, we would hope for these things. But at the same time. One, two people benefited from it. That's your hereafter. That's your agenda yeah. right there. Right there. Those are your agenda. I think what's interesting is in what you're saying, you're, you're basically saying that, look, you, you, on the one hand, you have to balance the fact that if, if you're going to make something out of this, if you're going to actually achieve that, then you do need these things. Yeah. But ultimately, you do. Uh, ultimately, if it comes naturally and if it comes organically, that's when it's strongest. Let, let, me, tell you, let me tell you why, right? So, yes, you need these things, right? And it serves as like a little motivation. But this is not the motivation. This is like, you know what? It makes you feel good a little bit. It makes you feel like maybe you're going in the right direction because the people are like coming along your way. Mm-hmm. There was a time when the messenger saw some bro, awesome. like no one was accepting Islam. And he began to question himself. Look at the self-doubt that the messenger saw some was having. He's asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like, am I doing this correct? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains to him that your job is to deliver. My job is to change the hearts. So sometimes, bro, we're going to be on our path and we don't see growth. We're seeing growth that's like a snail. We're not seeing sales. We're not seeing stuff. And we're like, man, Allah, am I even, what's the point of this? But if your why isn't mm. large enough, you're going to give up. You see, people love the idea of, and this is the funny, this is the funny part, right? Let's suppose you're trying to start a podcast. Let's suppose you're trying to start an online shop. Let's suppose you're trying to start a YouTube channel, right? This is where you are right now, point A. And this is point B where you want to end up, right? This is where that millions of subs or hundreds of thousands of subs, thousands of subs or sales and everything like that. This is where you are right now. People love this, the the, the subs. They love the millions of views. They don't love what's in between. Yeah, yeah. If you don't love the process, if you don't love the grind, the hustle, the struggle, the failures of getting from point A to point B, if you don't fall in love with that process, bro, you're going to give up. Because to get here is not easy. Yeah. To get to those million subs, to get those sales, it's not easy. And I'm not going to lie to you and just shovel this down and go, it's easy, bro. Just have to walk on a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like dua and all that. That's the process. But it's also falling in love with the failures. It's also falling in love with the rejections. Yeah. I, I was telling him off camera. I was telling him, bro, people used to laugh at me. People laugh at me. I would tell people like, hey, listen, follow me on Instagram. Like this, 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 this. People would click on me and I have like 437 followers and they're like, ah, they're laughing at me. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to yeah, still yeah. do it, right? Because that's a part of it. And I, bro, and I would eat it. I love it. I would eat it, bro. I would mm. eat that. I was like, mm, let me eat, let me enjoy that because I know it's not going to last forever. I know it's not going to last forever. I have tawakkal in Allah, mm. right? So it's like that balance between having yeah. full faith and firm faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but then also willing to put your head down, trust the process of Allah and work your tail off. Because you're not actually, you don't trust Allah if you ask Allah for something and you don't do anything about oh, 100%. it. 100%. There's no trust you know in that. I mean? There's no trust. In fact, there's actually doubt. That's why you're not trying because you're afraid of the failure. You're afraid of your dua not being answered and you having that realization that, wait, did Allah not answer my dua? Maybe Allah doesn't exist. Maybe blah, blah, blah. And you're having all these doubts. So you would rather make dua for something and you already know in your heart, it's impossible. What's the point? Uh, but uh, you know, I'm going to make dua anyways. How is it that you already know something's not going to happen yet you're making dua with full conviction. You can't have full conviction in Allah and dua if you already know that it's impossible. Mm-hmm. 
you you already are working backwards and a dua like that doesn't deserve to be answered absolutely and and uh, you know i think um, where people kind of mistake sabr for example is they believe that sabr is patiently waiting mm-hmm. right where actually sabr is patiently working wow that's a good one you know what i mean you're that's you're it. working that's good but you're working and you're working and you're not expecting anything you're just working yeah and you're patient with it because you know that Allah is going to give it to you because you're asking it for, for from Allah and you know that if you're following a certain pattern you yeah. know you, you're following certain rules certain 100%, parameters 100% you will achieve that 100% and I think that sabr the reason it's this right there's one thing to have sabr with like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's du'as being answered and all that sort of stuff but then it's also about having sabr with yourself and mm-hmm. just knowing that there's going to be growing pains yeah. right you starting a YouTube channel a podcast and people watching it not watching it you messing up here and there like those are growing pains you know and you have to embrace those growing pains and the 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 beauty of sabr is bro like in the process you're working your butt off but then you're also preparing yourself to receive that dua mm-hmm. yes. a lot of times yeah, yeah, people yeah. are making dua for something but then they're not also preparing to like if let's suppose Allah gave you the answer to that dua tomorrow yeah, yeah. i want to marry such and such person okay and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from a miracle makes that happen Are you ready to get married to that person? No, you're not. You'd be like, oh my God, I, I, I can't. What do I have to do now? What do I have to know? Take that time to plan. Yeah. Like, okay, Allah, I made this dua from you. I'm going to work towards that dua, but I'm also going to plan in the process because I know you're going to answer my dua. Mm-hmm. I know you are. So guess what? I'm going to be ready. I'm going to have everything on standby. She said yes. Her family said yes. Okay, bismillah. Next week's our wedding. I have everything ready already, right? You know, if it's, if it's all done, you know what? The, the wedding hall is canceled. Let's do it in my front room. Mm-hmm. Let's do it in my back garden. I don't care because I want to marry you because you're planned. I already know what I'm aware for my wedding. I already know what I'm going to do for all these things, you know? So it's this idea that, yeah, you have sabr in something. You have sabr for that, but you're also working in that mm-hmm. process. And during that time that you feel like things aren't answered, you are planning and preparing for the dua to be answered and your dua being answered does not mean dua being put into place the moment you in like the inception of the uh, of that dua allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-latif he is fully subtle and aware of your duas he knows you when you made that dua bro in your heart it was already accepted from allah now it's just a matter of you being patient to witness and see that but seeing and witnessing your dua being answered is not the sign that your dua was answered yeah, it's yeah. it's like the fruition of your dua but it's not like oh now allah has accepted my dua no allah accepted your dua the moment you asked for it subhanallah now it's just a matter of you being patient waiting for it and working towards it and preparing for that dua to be answered you know it's interesting as you as you're talking there's uh, something that came into my head which is the story of this ant and uh, this ant was basically walking and you know there's all this stuff around it it's really strange and it doesn't really know what's happening right it's just walking around and it's complaining and that ant is walking in a carpet mm-hmm. and or, or sorry a tapestry okay and what it doesn't realize is that it's walking on tapestry it's just walking mm-hmm. and it's like why is this red and why is this green and why is this here and why is this there and you know that's the mindset of this of this ant right yeah because it doesn't see it sees it from the from its own eyes from sure. its ground level sure. but when you look from above you see yeah. the beauty of that tapestry yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and you can't understand you can't appreciate and Good that's point. you know uh, the metaphor for life right the tapestry being life so as and with and we're walking through this we don't see the beauty of what we're walking on yeah. until afterwards until it's said mm-hmm. and done mm-hmm. and then we can look back on it and, and say, that and that requires you to have really long term thinking as well you know and long term sabr you know and versus short term sabr i speak about this often like 
you need to have long-term sabr where you understand that you made a dua for something like do you just want your du'as to be answered right now and then nothing happens yeah or do you want to really work for it so that when that dua does come to you you appreciate it more Absolutely, absolutely. You ask yourself this, you know what I mean? So I, I just want to kind of uh, finish up uh, this this topic just by asking about. Um, so you you started off. You didn't have a personal Instagram account. No, you, you didn't. You didn't. Know I didn't even know how to use, use it. I didn't even know how to right? use it. Yeah. it was just one of those things where someone must have just said to you. I'm guessing, right? Just oh, you should go into Instagram. Or yeah. Like no, no, no. It was it was. Um, I decided to go on Instagram because I thought that those who are fo- those 13 subscribers uh, would want to be like, yo, where is SQYZ? And putting out any content. Right. So okay. Okay. They got okay, to okay. like in that one so month limbo. Your YouTube. Yeah. It was designed to see what happens behind the scenes and follow along with me. Okay. Okay. For that one video a month idea that I had before, right, okay. and 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 my wife, I remember my wife gets all the credit for this because my wife was just like, because I was just like, you know, babe, I need a camera, I need this and that. She was like, why don't you just pull your phone out and start talking? I'm like, excuse you, what do you mean? <laughs> my phone, have some, shut them, have some shame. What do you mean? I need quality, I need the thing. And then one day I'm walking, I'm like, let me pull out my phone and just record. <laughs> and then my, 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 my wife was right, you know, it was just like, because she was just like, why, like, my, and my wife understood something. It's excuses that I'm making. All these things I'm making are excuses to why I, I am not doing. Mm-hmm. But the truth is that those are all lies I'm telling myself to, to justify me not working. That's all it was, really. So, um, so so okay so so okay now you, you you've got yourself out there you yep. you've made some YouTube videos yep. now you're growing your your Instagram right yeah so from the perspective of like your videos because you put a lot of effort into your videos and 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 kind of like you're saying it takes seven eight hours yeah to, to, to especially edit. in the beginning especially in the beginning yeah so and and your videos you do something which is uh, very different to most people which is you do the whole the, the the timeline. Yeah. You do the subtitles. I think that's like yeah. my, my my signature right about now. And now when people do that, I know that they got it from me, which means I get the reward for it. So I like that's that's like my signature now. So yeah. how do you how do you how do I do plan? them? Do, Are you yeah, asking me so, how do I actually so, make so, it move? For this video, how do I put subtitles on this video? And, yeah, and you know what's so funny? My YouTube videos lack subtitles, but it's not going to happen anymore because Smile to Jannah showed me a way how I can fix it. So inshallah, I'm going to do exactly inshallah, that. Yeah, inshallah, inshallah. Yeah. So, so from that perspective, now... Are you at a point now because you've you've done so many videos, mm-hmm. you've mm-hmm. done so many uh, edits, yeah. that now it's a perspective of like... Okay, I've got an idea. I'm going to record it. And you've already kind of mapped out, okay, this is how I'm going to edit it. This is how I'm going to cut it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that now, because one thing that can't be bought is experience. And I, now when I record, I, I know when I've said like a really powerful statement that I'm going to be using. I'm going to pull that statement because I'm just like, ah, that was a really good thing mm. that I said, you know, and because people are going to benefit from that statement. So I know what I want it to be. And when I'm listening to something, so this is my process works. I, I, I sometimes, have like a a 10 minute talk that I gave at a masjid or a six minute talk I gave at the masjid. I listen for it and then I, I listen to what I just said. And then from there, I brainstorm a title for that, right? Mm-hmm. And the title might be something really provocative, something that really grabs right, your attention, okay. uh, something that's related to it. Um, like I made this title right now. I haven't dropped the video, but it's like why Mus- uh, the reason Muslims are losing, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's in front of uh, the Mount Uhud, uh, and I'm explaining that that's the first time the Muslims lost over there. And the reason they lost is because they disobeyed Allah and His Messenger. And I'm here to let you know that the reason we're losing today is because we're disobeying Allah and His Messenger. So that was the entire premise of this. So I do make content based around what I want to make later on. Right. 
And then sometimes content just becomes like, for example, I'm going to go through this video uh, on YouTube and I'm going to see if I said something intelligent and, and I'm just going to pull it for myself yeah. and make a one minute clip from that and put a title on it and smack it on this tag your thing on it. And that's that, right? Because that's how I, I make my own stuff. I remember someone asked me this. I felt offended. Well, I felt offended. Someone said to me, bro, oh, bro, uh, who, who's writing your subtitles and uh, uh, how much are you paying for them to to get it done? Are you outsourcing them? I'm like, outsourcing? <laughs> Why are you, bro? Outsourcing? Bro, I'm a one man show. When, bro, when someone calls me over for a talk, I bring my truck iPod, I bring my thing, I bring yeah, my everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. My mic, I'm attaching to myself. I don't have a cameraman, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have no one editing my videos, bro. You learn these things yourself. Yeah, You're a yeah. one-man show. You're a one-person show. You're a one-woman show. Like, everyone's a one-person show. You got to do it yourself. You can't expect favors from people. You can't expect anything, bro. You got to make sure. I have, And that's my mentality. You you can't expect favors from no one. Absolutely. You got to do it yourself. You got to do. You just got to grind. You got to do it. And again, it's not what's in it for me. It's what's in it for them. How can I bring them? How can I help them bring value to them? So, bro, I, I I do everything myself. Subtitles, all that sort of stuff. I I just I just write it because I know people who are watching them in different countries. Mm. They don't understand English. Absolutely. Or I speak too fast. Mm. It's like that. You know. You know. Another another use case for that is actually with 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 myself because I use your subtitles if I'm sitting at work, for example. And I see, okay, SQ's uploading a new video. Yeah, you read them. I'm, I'm just reading it. Same. You know what I mean? Same. Like, I'm not that, listening. Yeah. I'm just reading it. Like, oh, okay, cool. And I've seen the whole video and yeah. I've read it. And yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I've gained benefit from that. Yeah. So I think it's so important. And kind of so. just just kind of moving on to um, something which I think is is probably a very, very long-lasting and very beautiful memory that that you have now yeah. um, is Al-Aqsa. Yeah. And so you've recently just come back from Al-Aqsa. Yes. I, I, saw, I saw one of your videos and it was one of those videos where I was like, oh, that's really good what he's just said. That's dope what he just said. And it was... Where you were talking Tell about. me what it was. I don't even know. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, I say so yeah. many things. I say so <laughs> many things, bro. Like, I honestly don't know what I be saying. And when I record videos, bro, I'm like, wait, I said that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, okay. I remember, bro, someone someone put up a quote. Listen, someone put up a quote. Um, someone sent me a DM, actually. Someone sent me a DM, and they said something really, really interesting. Okay. And I was just like, yo, I'm going to steal that. That's really intelligent. And I said to him, I said, bro, that, that's actually what... He's like, nah, bro, you said that in a video once. I'm just saying, I'm quoting you. I'm like, oh, damn, I'm saying too many things. I was, well, I was just like, yo, I'm going to steal that. That's a smart statement to say. That's really clever. And then he was just like, bro, I got that from you. What are you talking about? From that video you made at Alidawa. I'm like, oh, okay. okay, okay. Never mind. All right, I'm, I take it back. I'm going to steal it. I'm going to steal it from myself. So yeah. so you said, you said the reason that that we're in the situation today when it comes to Jerusalem, when it comes to Al-Aqsa, isn't because of the Israeli occupation. Yes. It's the lack of Muslim occupation. Absolutely. And that, that made me think of something really interesting, which is, you know, here in this country, for example, right? We, and obviously in the US, we live for debt, right? 100%. We live to go into war with Allah, yeah. you know, get a mortgage, yeah. get an interest, and we pay yeah. it off for the next 25, yeah. 30 years. Financing, right? yeah. And, and we work and we, you know, we're not happy in our jobs. We're not happy in what we're doing because we're paying for this mortgage. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a bit. And, and you know what the interesting thing about that? You're not, it's not, you're not, it's not that you're paying for a mortgage. You're paying to be stuck in something that you don't love doing, and that's your career. Mm. So let's suppose you hate your job, but you have a mortgage. Yes. You know? So instead of living within your means and doing something you're really passionate about, now you're locked in for 30 years of doing something you absolutely despise. Absolutely. You, you get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's why it's impermissible because, like, 
like obviously there's Sharia mortgages and you could go into that too. And Islamic finance is a real thing. But what I mean by that is like when you're not living within your means, right? You're all of a sudden now becoming a slave to a lifestyle that leads to unhappiness, right? Like, for example, I have a car right now that takes a lot of patrol. Mm-hmm. And I was telling my wife that it's not like that we can't afford it, but babe, I don't want to pay for it. Mm. I'm just tired of paying for it. For what? Like, I don't even drive it that much. And when I do, it just guzzles so much gasoline. I'm like, I don't even want that. Now, all of a sudden, I become a slave to just paying and, and filling yeah, it up yeah, and filling yeah, it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For what? Just so like people so can look at my nice car. Say it looks good. Yeah, like, yeah. don't get me wrong. I love my car. I love everything <laughs> yeah. about it. I don't care, but I keep it dirty because that's how I like it you know i don't care about them but what i mean by that is just like you become a slave to a lifestyle bro so by profession this is a lot a lot of people may or may not know this about me but i'm a i'm a i'm a school teacher by profession I'm, i'm a secondary school teacher by profession a college teacher by profession and um i know so many teachers but who don't like their job they, they genuinely don't. Yeah. They've been doing it for 10 years. They don't like it. They want to look for something else. They do. Okay. But there's one thing that's keeping them. They have a mortgage. Mm. They have a financed car. And any job is not paying them as much as what they're paying right now. So they're stuck in their mm. job. You're better off downsizing everything and finding a passion that you really love. Like finding a career that you're really passionate yes. about and love. And you do that. And you live within your means because you'll be happier. Mm. You'll be happier than paying for a mortgage that you don't like and all this sort of stuff. Bro, like forget all that. Like you're literally paying for unhappiness. Mm. If you don't love what you do, bro, go figure that out. That matters more than you having a three-bedroom house. Get a two-bedroom. Exactly. Come on, bro. Exactly. Like get, get, yeah, get your family on board with your vision. You know, get everyone on board with your vision just stop paying for unhappiness you know so like uh, that that goes to what the point that you were saying no no absolutely and and you know that was really powerful and 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 something that i completely agree with as well and you know it's one of those things where we don't no no one that i know has ever said to me you know what i'm considering buying a place in in jerusalem yeah no, no i've not spoken to a single person yeah in my life who's yeah. a muslim yeah who has ever considered moving to palestine yeah and you know, why is that? We all, you know, all of us want to move to Dubai yeah, or move right? to Saudi or we want to yeah. move to these places. And, and I'll tell and you why. Play, th- th- those are all distracting us from wanting to move to a more valuable place like Jerusalem. Mm. It is. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, Jerusalem is an expensive place. Like, like I remember I bought like a milkshake. It was like almost nearly like six pounds. I'm like, whoa, that's an expensive milkshake for even Jerusalem standards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> like that's pretty expensive. But... The, the truth, I know someone who actually does want to move there. That's, okay. that's what's interesting, but it's only like one person. Exactly. You know, it's, it's only one person. And, and I mentioned that it lacks Muslim occupation because like Muslims are so concerned about like, yeah, I'll just make dua for them, you know, you know, and Allah protect Palestine and guide Palestine and free Palestine. But, <laughs> yeah. but why aren't you going there? Not to fight. Not that corny, like, yeah, we'll go yeah, fight yeah, yeah. over there. No. Like, why aren't you like the best form of resistance is just prayer in the masjid. Like saying, "Hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not buying what you're selling me right now. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna live over here. I'm gonna settle over here. Yeah, I'm a Muslim yeah, yeah. settler." What was your, what was your, uh, when you when you entered, uh, did you go via Tel Aviv? Yeah. What was your experience like when you went through the? Airport? Oh man, honest to God, bro, and 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 I think this is where people miss out on when you think of your experience is going to be negative and you approach a situation in a negative experience, every interaction from that point on is negative. Absolutely. But look, I, I heard horror stories about being detained in the airport. Mm. I heard horror stories of not being let in. I heard my, my boy Shabir from uh, Elm Feed Podcast. Mm. Shout out to Shabir. Um, he was telling me how he got detained for like 10 hours and then got sent back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. I, 
I'm hearing these stories. I'm like, man, these dudes is gonna send me back. Look at what I do. You know what I mean, like, you, like they don't want to make a mistake of letting me in. Yeah, in, yeah, in, yeah. In, 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 in Palestine, <laughs> like, don't make that mistake. But they let me in. Um, but I went there with this mindset that I may or may not get sent back. I may or may not be detained for ten hours. But I was prepared. I, I got up to the pastor control, and I was just like, you know, I, I, I greeted the person very kindly. And one thing I noticed, and you've been to Aksa as well too, one thing you notice is that the guards, the security, and all these people are young. Yes. You notice that, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. The reason they're young is because they're moldable and impressionable. If you look back to the same, if you look back to the same strategy of Hitler, that's Absolutely. what he did. He got the youngest of people because the youngest people are looking for a mission. They're looking for a goal. They're looking for a purpose. And if their goal, their mission is to cleanse the world, right? And do this amazing thing for God and all this sort of stuff, they're going to do that. Same thing go with ISIS. ISIS is doing stupidity with younger people because mm. younger people are impressionable and moldable. So they have these really awesome benefits jobs, right? Think about this. Mm. You're 18 years old. You have a job that has benefits, bro, that pays you good. You know they get a 25-day vacation. Wow. Uh, you know, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. remember that video I put up, me giving Dawa to the Zionist yes. thing officer on the YouTube channel? Guess what? I was talking. I left out a lot of conversation, but he was telling me that they get a 25-day holiday. And you could break it up any way you want to break it up. They're flexible. Mm. You could take all 25 days at once, or you could take wow, them in. Wow, that's, in, in, that's in, yeah. interesting. Bro, they said that you could call anytime. Whenever wow. you're ready to take your day off, let them know in like two weeks advance. They'll hook it up for you. Right? Bro, imagine 18, 19, 20. You get basically benefits. You wear the army yes. uniform. You're proud of who you are, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're you're saving the planet in the world and cleansing the world. You're backed by America. They give you awesome vacations. You get discounts. You get perks. You let them know you're from soldier. They'll give you a free coffee. You know? Mm. Bro, you're made. You're made. Now you're 25. People know you. I was talking to him about it because J-Lo had come to Palestine. Mm. And she was doing all these sort of things. I was just like, you wanted to meet you? He said, listen to me. If I was there, she'd want to take a picture with me. I'm like, yo, who do you think you are? You know what I mean? He's like, you should take a picture with me. Like, you know, that's the arrogance that it creates in your heart. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I go over there. They're young. She's young, bro. She's honestly no older than 19, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking. I'm saying, how are you doing? She asked me a few questions. I'm smiling. I'm responding. She tells me to go sit down. I'm like, okay, cool. Bro, I brought a book with me. I came prepared with a list of du'as to make. I was ready. I'm like, yo, I'm a traveler. I'm going to make some du'as. Got my book ready. Make that happen. And then guess what? I see. I'm like, hold on a second. Why are there white people with me? Why are they detained, right? <laughs> then I started saying, you know what? Maybe this is how they balance it. They're just like, you know, to show you guys that, hey, it's not just brown yeah, people. Yeah, it's not yeah, Muslims, yeah. you know? We detain everyone. So I spoke to my guy on the right. My man from the right is from Germany. I'm like, bro, you're German. Come on. Why are they detaining you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? He was just like, oh, because of my job, I, uh, I I travel a lot. One of the places I travel a lot is Iran, you know, Iran. I travel a lot in Iran. So because of that, they, they, they're they worried about that. I'm like, okay, that's a Muslim country. So, you know, I mean, that's probably, let me talk to my, my homegirl on the right. Homegirl on the right is from France. I'm like, yo, you French. Why are they detaining you? She's like, one of my one of my friends lives in Bethlehem. That's why I'm like, ah, these dudes is proper. Like, they're, they're about that racist. Stuff. They're not even being saved. If you're Muslim, bro, yeah. they mess with you. And I was prepared for that. But when they called me, I was there for maybe an hour, 45, two hours. They called me in. They asked me a few questions. I, I, I responded as yeah, straightforward yeah. as I could. And they, what am I doing here? Basic questions. Honestly, and that's what I felt. Mm. I felt like they asked me some solid questions. What am I doing here? How long am I here for? Why am I here? Um, do I know anyone here? Do I have friends here? No, 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 no. I'm just here for five days. What? Okay. Did they know who you were? Did, did they? They like nah. say, "Oh, look, is this you nah. on social media?" No, nah. nothing. Took my passport. 
showed me what I had to do. The dude was somewhat polite to me. Didn't really do that. I was polite to him. Mm. You give what you get. You know mm. what I mean? And he let me and that's it. Next thing you know, uh, you know, he calls me back. Here's your passport, sir. That's it. He gave me my little visa. I'm like, that's it? I said, he said, I said, I asked him. I was just like, that's it? And then he's like, here you go. I said, wait, wait, you're letting me in here? <laughs> I said, oh, y'all let me in here. Oh, y'all let me in here. Y'all shouldn't have let me in here. Y'all shouldn't have let me in here. And yeah, that's it, bro. That's where the fun happened and anything like that. So yeah, that, that was it. So it wasn't too bad. Like you make the most out of the situation. And the funniest thing is this, when I'm leaving. So what people don't realize is that you think they give you trouble when you're coming in. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. They give you trouble when you're going out too, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I didn't know that. I thought I made it. I could say all the things I want to say about, <laughs> about Palestine, everything I want to say. And I'm like, oh, wait. The, the guy was just like, yeah, but when you leave. I'm like, what do you mean when you would leave? He's like, yeah, they, they check your phone. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. They got to check my phone. I started panicking. I'm like, I'm like no. So anyways, what I did was um, on my way out, I, I was chilling. They pulled me out to this uh, see-through glass room <laughs> that's next to the security and they sat me there, bro, and I'm just smiling. I'm cutting jokes with the security because they're young. Yeah, 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 they're yeah. young. Bro, one of the security is just saying, look, he said, listen, man, I don't want to be here as much as you do. This is what he, he said, said to that. me. He said, listen, I don't want to be here as much as you do, but I got to do what I got to do. Wow. I said, listen, respect, respect. That just shows me, bro, there's a human side to this that people don't see. Everyone's painting everyone with the same brush. Yes, there's jerks. Yes, there's mm. evil. Yes, there's people who are genuinely jerks of like type of police but there's also people who have hearts there's also people who don't believe in what they're doing but you know it's a job yeah, yeah, it's yeah. anywhere that's anywhere bro and that's the number one thing that happened with the nazis when they got trialed for their wars against humanity they said look we were following orders i didn't like what i was doing they had they had post-traumatic stress bro but i was just following orders i couldn't say no because they would kill me mm. you know so like there's a human side to things that people gotta really like give a chance to and that's what i was trying to show in my youtube video but yeah, bro yeah. bro and he asked me he literally asked me bro let me ask you why are you smiling he said you look so happy to be here i said because the truth is this I can't control how long you detain me for, how long you hold me for, or what you do. I've heard horror stories about this place, but I can't control how I respond to the situation. I can't control what you're going to do, what you're going to ask me to do. Bro, like, they're doing funny stuff. They're emptying my whole bag. Mm. They asked me to take off my flip-flops, bro. And bro, at one point, I, I started taking off my shoes. He's like, no, no, no. I was like, oh, you sure? I was like, I'm about to take I'll do shirt. it anyway. I'll do it. He's like, no, 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 no. I was just like, oh, okay. I was going to take it off for you, you know? And then he was just like, why are you so having so much fun? I said, listen, I can't control what you guys do. I can control how I respond. And I choose to respond in a positive way. I'm not going to let this have a negative taste. I had a great experience over here. I'm not going to let this hold me back. You guys do what you got to do. It's not like you guys are waterboarding me. Like people be thinking they're going to waterboard you, put splitters in your nail and do these tortures and not let you sleep. It's not like that, mm. bro. They, you have rights and they know. Now, obviously, I'm probably getting treated better because I am a foreigner. I am American passport holder. You are a British passport holder. Maybe if someone's coming from another country, they might not. May, obviously, they probably don't treat the Palestinians like this. So, mm. you know what I mean? Like, I get it. I'm getting, I'm speaking from a place of privilege. Yeah, yeah But yeah. My, my experience with them was like that. Take it how you want it. I don't know. No, no, that, that's that, that's really, uh, the reason why I wanted to ask that and, and why I'm quite pleased to hear what you said as well is because 
That is the number one reason that I know why people don't want to even visit Palestine. 100%. Like I know, I know a group that went recently and, and a brother yeah. in, in the group called me and he said, um, you know, Hassan, you know, I'm going to Palestine. Uh, you've been before. Just, just, just tell me what they're going to do to me. Yeah. Right. And he was so scared in his voice. Yeah. He was like, just uh, please uh, tell me what they're going to do to me. I need to know if I should go, if I should just stay home or, yeah. And I, and I just said to him, like, listen, bro, what, all I said to him was, what is the reward of praying in Al-Aqsa? Why, why are you going to Al-Aqsa? And he's telling me all, all these yeah. things. And I said, okay, so what you've just said now. And he went on for like half an hour yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. This reason, that reason. And yeah. I'll make dua for this. And my yeah, mom yeah, always yeah, wanted yeah, me yeah, to go yeah, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I said, okay, so, so, so why are you worried about the airport? Yeah. You know? And even if you don't get through, you still get rewarded. It doesn't matter. The intention you, is there, right? Yeah, people are just like, oh, I wait because people are afraid of wasting the money. I'm like, you haven't wasted the money. You just didn't get to take that Dome of the Rock picture. You know, that's all you really missed out on, right? Like, and maybe the vibes of actually being there, but the reward of it, it was there. And bro, what gets me is this: so many people scare others with these horror stories and this and that, and like. You don't understand that you're putting people off. That's number one. Number two is yes, this. Yeah. This Muslims who are just like, oh, don't go there. You're supporting Israel. This and that. I'm like, shut up, bro. Like, you understand how much I was, bro. Okay. How was I supporting Israel when I was buying popcorn from little children in Al-Quds? Astaghfirullah, brother. What is this? Right. How did I just support Israel? Bro, I just supported an 11-year-old put some money in her pocket. You know what the other option is when a, a woman, yeah, a girl yeah. can't make money that way? You know the other options are? They, they, they do it in DR. I went to, when I went to Dominican Republic, bro, there's no options for kids and women to make money. So they start selling their body, bro. Prostitution is huge over there. If you want to stay away from prostitution, this and that, bro, you got to take care of the women. You got to make sure that they're okay, that they don't have to do those sort of things. Because that's how it's going to happen. May Allah protect us, but that's how, that's how prostitution happened. If I'm not taking care of that 11 year old 12 year old kid mm. in Al-Aqsa in Al-Quds and you know buying popcorn from them buying balooza from them you know and buying all these sweets that they're selling on the streets mm. what's the next thing that she's going to sell the commodity that she has right what how how do you think this happens when you're not going to Palestine that's what you're promoting over there all these nonsense shakes they're talking about oh Israel stop bro mm. stop when I just bought a shawarma mm. from a dude Hustling with mm. coal yeah, on the yeah, side. Yeah, 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 yeah. I supported Israel. I supported Israel. <laughs> Hold on a second. When I bought hummus and when I bought fresh bread and an egg from a dude selling it already, bro, in a little cart, <laughs> I supported Israel. Hold on a second. When I bought Palestinian mint tea from a dude selling it right outside the mosque, three uh, three shekels. I supported Israel? How? Bro, I'm putting food in their pockets, bro. Yeah. I'm putting money in their pockets, bro. Now they could feed their families. Absolutely. You know what I mean? When I'm buying stuff, like, yo, you're feeding people's families. That's what people don't realize. People are so caught up. People are so afraid. You're feeding people's families, bro. Like, people are so dumb when they think about things like that. They're, they're brainwashed. And part of it is where, okay, let me ask you these questions. The scholars that are telling you about, and I don't want this discussion to be there, but like the scholars are telling you not to go. Let me ask you a question. If if Saudi Arabia was to do something dodgy, would they ever speak up against them? No. Well, Saudi is the ones who are uh, uh, feeding Israel, so there's a, it makes sense. They're keeping Muslims away from Israel. That's, that's a part of it. Not only are they going to support them with money, but they're also going to support them with like uh, uh, like status. They're also going to support them by keeping Muslims away. So that same scholar that you're listening to that's telling you, don't go to Israel, ask yourself, when Saudi Arabia allowed Nicki Minaj to come, did they speak up against them? 
Mm. No, because they're feeding them. So part of the feeding is not speaking and not sending Muslims and deterring them from going to Aqsa. Stop it. Stop it. You're, you're supporting the economy of the Muslims. And I have an awesome vlog coming out from there. I have a, uh, have a, a Masjid al-Aqsa, ultimate Masjid al-Aqsa vlog, bro, that really dispels all these myths, shows you the safety of the place because people are worried. Yeah, yeah, I have yeah. an epic street food tour of Palestine, bro. Epic. Oh, it's cool. awesome. It's awesome. And that's just going to show you, it's going to make your mouth water. Like, yo, I want to try these foods, bro. Yeah, the kanafa, right? Oh, come on, bro. The dude made, help me. I made the kanafa, bro. I made the kanafa, bro. Like, come on. It, it was sick. It was ultimate ultimate so bro go 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 stop and it's safe it's safe it's safe go with a good uh traveling group i went with muslims connect uk hit them up bro they will take care of everything for you there's al Baruj. there's so many other groups over there but yeah al Baruj is a very popular group muslims connect is up and coming up and coming they're good muslims connect uk they took care of me I recommend them personally because they're really good. It's a it's a quaint type of group. A Bruges is a massive group. It's good. It's a massive mm. group though. But the other groups, they're smaller, which makes it more intimate. Make your choices, but look out for them. Go. I, I recommend going. Yeah, I think the main the main message is is go. Go, hundred uh, percent. And and the funny thing is, uh, I think you you showed this in one of the, the videos as well. Is that when you speak to any of the Palestinian people, yeah, they don't feel sorry for themselves. Oh no right? way. They feel. I remember, in fact, I was walking uh, in, in, in the old city and we just got into a conversation with these three Palestinian men. And uh, my cousin speaks fluent Arabic, mashallah. And, Alhamdulillah. And, and he was speaking to them and he was like, I asked my cousin, you know, what, what is he saying? And he was, because my cousin was kind of like laughing, but in a, in, a, in a way which was almost like a bit of confusion as well. Yeah. Where, where he was saying, when we left, he said, he said, those guys were just telling me that they're going to, that Muslims are taking over Palestine soon. And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, he was like, they were telling me that, you know, we're glad that you're here. Just make sure you keep coming yeah. because we, we're taking this place over. It's going to happen. Like it's, there's no doubt in the Muslim, in the Palestinians mind that this land is it's coming back. It's just a matter of when. It's a matter of when. Yeah. And what I find is that, like you said, we're all here saying, oh, you know, Ya Allah, please keep the people of Palestine, Palestine safe. And, and these are all very valid du'as, right? But the people of Palestine, although they will make dua for themselves and their other fellow people, they don't feel sorry for themselves. Not at all. They don't ask for charity money. No. What I realized is even when I saw someone who looked really poor and destitute and, you know, I'm going up they're to proud, them. They're proud, bro. They're very proud. And you yeah. know what they say? Every, unanimously, every single person that I've spoken to in Palestine, they've all said the same thing. They said, where are you from? Yeah. Britannia. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Britannia, right? Cool. Uh, tell others to come. Yeah. That's the only That's message. That they, tell tell them to come. Tell them to come. Because they need... Like again, we need to settle ourselves there. We need to occupy that place, and that's the mistake that people have. Mm. And one one biggest misconception I had. I, don't get me wrong. I want to be clear. This is in Jerusalem. Jerusalem is taken care of. If you go to the West Bank, that's a different yeah. story. Bethlehem, different story. Hebron, Halhul, oh. these are different stories. So don't get us like everything's okay. What are they showing in the media? Palestine is not being bombed. No, 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 no. They're being harmed. But that's in a different area, and they're being occupied. I went to a. I went to a. Uh, Illegal occupation, bro. It's terrible. It's, it's terrible. These checkpoints that they make oh. you get into your own land. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. You know what I mean? Uh, but people are handling it and they'll, they'll cuss them out because they know they're just like trash. And guess what? Guess what happens? On top of that, they, they, and their, their number one message is, Come, 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 yeah. come, come. Let me show you. Let me, let's show you all these things. But I'd argue that a lot of the stuff that you see in the media is propaganda, so you don't come. One of my biggest surprises was 
I thought it was going to be worse, and I was disappointed that it wasn't as bad as I saw. <laughs> you know what I mean by that? No, don't, I'm not talking about like the yeah, West yeah, Bank. Yeah. I'm talking about like Jerusalem Al Quds. Yeah, like yeah. poverty was there, of course, but I thought it was going to be like. Like people like rioting and things like that. It wasn't like that, bro. I seen people playing Fortnite. I'm just like, whoa, okay, you know. Like it had, I had, I was a bit culture shocked myself. I was just like, what's happening here, you know? But you know what? People are getting on with it. People That's are the, making sure getting on with their lives, and, right? and and people consider themselves to be protectors of the mosque. You know, uh, they're struck with the same fitna of youth not going to the masjid. They're struck with those same fitnas that we are. You know, don't think that they're excluded from that. But um, they're protectors of the mosque. Something If something pops off, bro, yeah, kids yeah, yeah. will protect the mosque. Everyone will protect the mosque. This is what I find the funniest thing about, the you know, the, the kind of the rhetoric that the media has, which is like, oh, you know, these kids, they're throwing stones at us. And it's like, well, it's because you're, you're you know, Hitting them with gas canisters and yeah. you know what I mean, like that's all nonsense. That is, that's all nonsense. I mean? That's all nonsense. That's all they got is a rock. Yeah, you're shooting at them. What do you want them to do? Not defend themselves. And and you know you you mentioned about the the checkpoints. I went to uh, so we the group uh, we went to Ramallah. Yeah, right. So we did kind of like a a day trip to to Ramallah, right? Yeah. And uh, when we were going in was fine. Mm. Going in was easy. Yeah. Right. Getting in there was fine. Coming back out, we yeah. were there for about three hours. Wow. And they had these, I don't know if it was the same one, but they had these like basically like the, the, the cues were like, it was like a cage. Yes. Right. Yes. And, and it's this wide, like mm. I can, I can walk through it, mm. but there's like not much space mm. either side. Mm. Right. Mm. And you're just there for until they, they let you through. Yeah. And there was old ladies, there was like young kids. And by the time I got back to my hotel, I remember this specifically. I got into the to the to the elevator, and there was a guy that you know does the elevator button, right? Mm. It's, it's, that, that was actually quite a nice thing because it's like a three story elevator. You don't need a guy there, but they're keeping that guy there in employment, right? So, mm. alhamdulillah, right? That, that's what yeah. they're doing. The guy looked at me and he said, "What's wrong with you, brother?" I was like, "Why? What do you mean?" He's like, "Every day you come in, yeah. he goes, every day I see you, you're always talking to people. You're always really loud and smiling and." What's wrong with you? And I, I said to him, oh, brother, I went to Ramallah today. And, uh, you know, just because uh, just I was so drained. I was yeah. so drained at the end of it, right? That's what they do, bro. And, uh, and They drain you so you can't fight back, and, you know? And not fight back as in like, fight back. I'm talking about like res- resist. Yeah, exactly. They submit you. So the so next they time they do you. it, they just say, oh, just do it. Oh, bro, whatever. Just let it happen. It, it, it normalizes it. That's what, that's what the Nazis did, bro. Come on. What they're doing is exactly what the Nazis did to them. Cut it out. It's like the Nazis, like... Gave them the roadmap on how to exterminate a people, bro. Like, cut yeah. it out. Cut it out. And anyone supporting them, I think mean, that's the saddest part, bro. Like, the Muslim countries that support them and all that sort of stuff. Forget all that. It's us. We're not supporting. We, we yeah. have to support the battle. I can't control what Saudi and all these nonsense places do. Like, we got to do something about that. You know? And you know what the interesting thing is this? If you go to like Umrah and all these sorts of things, you don't feel like ownership over that masjid. You feel like you're visiting it. Mm. In Aqsa, you feel ownership. Over yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you get what I mean by that. Absolutely. You feel an own, like you say, I own this. This is mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a stay away here because it's mine. Mm. And over there, you're just like, you know, haji, 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 you know, getting you with the stick and move, 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 move. You know what I mean? Over there, there's it's no just rush. Like, there's no rush in Palestine, bro, is there? Just sit there, enjoy. Bro, I was recording with a camera. Nothing. No one even stopped me, bro. It was incredible. Incredible. I, I, that place has my heart, bro. I love it. Absolutely. And I just wanted to kind of um, move on to, to the, the last topic that I wanted to discuss here because um, I think in, even in one of the videos I saw recently, um, you, you were talking about, look, you know, people say don't expose your sins. And why are you exposing your sins, brother? 
First of all, can I just say that the inner voice thing that you do is hilarious. Right? <laughs> Thank you. And, and, and Thank you. We were talking about the inner voice a bit earlier, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where does your in, where does that inner voice? Who is that inner voice? That inner Let's voice. Let's put on blast uh, today. Good, good, good. I think that, that inner voice, that inner voice is mostly hate comments okay. that I get. I basically just read the hate comments. That's right, okay, what I'm okay. doing. I, 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 what, what did someone write in the comments? I'm going to just say what they said. Yeah. But yeah. like live, like on thing. Uh, it used to be maybe self-doubt in the beginning. Now it's not self-doubt. Now it's just like spitting out all the comments that people say about me, honestly. So, so you're, you're kind of saying something and then as you've said it, you're like, I know people are going to say this. Yes, I know people are going <laughs> to say it or they've literally said this about me. I quote what people have said and that's it. That's how I do it. So, so one of the things that I know for a lot of my friends, they struggle with this, right? Yeah. Uh, even to a certain extent, I struggle with this, which is sure. being honest full stop. But more than that is being honest with family, mm. right? With, for example, when you're getting married, for example, how do you go from... Because I've got a lot of friends who they, they want to get married and they want to have the, the perfect hijabi wife, sure, right? Praise five times a sure. day and all that type of stuff. Sure. But they themselves, right now, they're drinking, they're going out, they're partying, yeah. they're clubbing. And it doesn't look like there's any end to that either, right? Yeah. So, so for them, it's almost like, how do I tell someone or how do I be honest with someone that I meet that I want to marry? But she's upon the dean. She's a good thing for me, but I'm not a good person. And, and your fitra tells you that, right? So, so yeah. how, how do you kind of be honest and also kind of get the girl that you want? So, so this is a really good point. I, and this, uh, let's unpack this really quick. So the first thing is this. Honesty is not a button. Honesty is not like, I'm going to switch it on today. Honesty is a lifestyle. Honesty is something that you live. You don't just become honest. You live honesty like throughout. So much so that if you're not being honest, you should feel bad. Mm. But it's usually the other way around that people feel weird for being honest rather than the fake self that they usually are. The number one thing is this. You, you can't be like trying to be like a rude boy and all that sort of stuff and doing what you want to do but you but you want your wife to be on point no mm. way bro you deserve what you deserve you know what i mean you can't you can't just act like i'm gonna go live it up do me all that sort of stuff with no repercussions this and that but when it's time for me to marry i'm gonna get this nice little virgin girl from pakistan or from wherever and i'm gonna just live my life with her in a nice way and like all that sort of stuff one you're lying to yourself two you're harming another person's life you, because you're gonna lie you and and and, and besides you being honest parents need to be honest you know how many parents lie to them? Mm. no 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 and the, the, the in-laws would True. straight up ask the parents be honest with us does your son drink does he do these sort of things is he doing drugs is he doing them and the mom would be like nee, 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 <laughs> no bro stop it be like yeah he's a awara bro he's he's disgusting and i don't think i think your daughter's too good for him please let us go don't parents often try to get their children married because that's the solution mm. you understand mm. oh my son is doing but he's doing craziness he's like he's too wild le, you know yeah, let me get yeah, them yeah. married and that will settle man please you think bro you know how many people have extramarital affairs after that you know how many people have broken marriages because of that because they're not being themselves you need to really help them develop and become a better person marriage isn't the solution Married, you gotta fix them. Like they have an issue, they have a disease in the heart. Fix that up for them first before ruining someone else's life. Yeah, you wanna, you can't, that's not how this works. You need to really fear Allah. If you feel like you genuinely met someone, real talk, you feel like you met someone who's gonna be good for you, you know, and you feel like they like you or whatever, honesty is like, look, 
I don't feel like I'm ready for marriage right now because I'm not where I need to be. I want to be there for you and I want to be that example for you and I want to grow with you, but I'm not there, right? But then it also comes down to, are you willing to change for them? Are you willing to change for the sake of Allah? Is this person that valuable to you that you're willing to change your lifestyle around? Mm. And if the answer is yes, you'll make it happen. If the answer is no, then you're going to keep messing about because that's who you are right now. That's your identity. You've identified yourself as someone who just messes around with chicks, does him, does whatever he wants to do. But you got to make sure that, you know, like if you, if you're, if you are talking about who you want to marry, you got to also be that person you want to marry. Don't just talk about, I want to marry such and such person. Be the person that you would want someone to marry. Be that person, you know? But a lot of guys these days get married because their parents are forcing them or, you know, the parents think that, you know, you know he's going to become on the straight path because of this. Shut up, bro. Parents are ruining the lives of their children. People, parents are so deluded. Parents are deluded to think that that's the solution, bro. That's not the solution. You just created a mess, bro. You created a mess by doing that, man. You're ruining their lives. Don't do that at all, man. I it's, mean, it's, it's a bit like um, it's a bit like uh, if there's two birds in the cage and one bird is 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 like you know uh, like a bit crazy, a bit wild. The other one will eventually become like that, yeah. right? Because you're in that cage together. Yeah. When you're married, you're you're in this this cage sure. together, right? Sure. And I, I say cage. That's probably not the, the nicest word. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know what I mean, like. You're trapped, basically. Basically. (laughs) But you're there together. You've got this connection for life now. And not even like your afterlife as well. And if you can't be honest with them today, Mm -hmm. you can lie to them for the rest of your life. And when it comes to Yom Okeyama, you're going to get... Bro, so many many marriages are based upon lies. Upon, like, you know, not telling the truth because it's a fear of loss. And the shaitan promises us in the Quran. Allah SWT tells us that shaitan promises us that um, he will test you through poverty and fear of loss right so the the fear of loss and the poverty in your property is what a spouse like that he's testing oh you're gonna lose her mm. you're better off faking it bro just fake it just act like she did but look you're gonna get better right you're gonna but then you get married she starts seeing these habits of yours that you want to go out every night you want to go out with your boys you're coming smelling like alcohol now what she's just like who the hell did i marry mm. who the hell did i marry like who's like this guy? You're fake. You're not the person. I made a mistake. You can't do that, bro. You can't. You got to keep it a hundred with her. You can't keep it a hundred with her. You got to keep it a hundred with yourself. Mm. Keep it a hundred with yourself and who you are. Be honest with who you are. If you're not ready to marry, you're not ready to marry. But if you feel like you met the right person, I think this is a sign to show you like how how bad do you really want her? Is she is she worth you changing? If the answer is yes, then make that happen. Absolutely, SQ. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for uh, taking the time out today. I just want to say to anybody watching this, obviously you're going to be followers of SQ other than my shout out to my five subscribers I've got. Ah, that's about, bro. Love them. Love the five. Love the five (laughs) subscribers. Let me tell you something. True story. This is a bonus clip for you. When when I started my Instagram, bro, when I started my Instagram, I had, like I said, I had uh, like uh, 17 people. I'm serious. 17 people. Uh, 34 people, actually. 34 people. Uh, I'd get like maybe nine likes on a photo. Wallahi, Allah is my witness. I would hit up every single nine people who would like my photo and I would thank them personally. This is what I was doing. Um, the one person who commented on every like one, for every five videos, there was one comment. Mm-hmm. I would respond to that person there, mm-hmm. right? I would respond to that comment and then I would send them a message saying, thank you so much for watching, right? When I had 13 views, every person who liked my my video, like just saw it or viewed it, 
I went into them and I messaged them privately like, hey, thank you so much for watching. How can I improve? Mm -hmm. What would you like to see? Bro, when people see me now answering comments, this is not new. I've been doing this since I had like 17 followers, bro. 17 community members. When we were building something, mm. they were with me. And I was responding to comments since then. This isn't new. People aren't just like, people now like, bro, how do you respond to me? Because I don't think of myself as this big old page. Mm. I think of myself as that same person with 17 people, ride or die with this man. And, and I'm just responding to them, responding to them because I love them. I got love for them. I got nothing but love for them. You know what I mean? So... That's how I view it. You know, same thing with YouTube. Whatever it was, I responded. I wasn't too good to hit up anyone. Bro, anyone who followed me, I'd thank them. I, I, I downloaded this app that tells me who unfollows me because I kept yeah, yeah, looking yeah. at my followers because it would always go down. <laughs> and honestly, that's why I stopped. That's where my habit came from. Stop looking at my followers. I stopped it because yeah, yeah. it messes with my head. And I'm just like, how, it went down? How? I, developed, I downloaded this app and I seen the people who unfollowed me. Well, like, I'd message them. <laughs> Listen, I'd message them and I'd say, thank you so much for the little time that we spent together. I, I, I totally understand you unfollow me. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. But do you mind telling me why and how can I get better? Literally, wow. I was like, I can't do that now. Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah, respond yeah. to every message now as much. But that's my humble beginning, you know, my humbling beginnings. And that, that was my humble beginnings, you know, like that's where I started from. So when I'm all up in the DMs and I'm like engaging with my audience and this and that, it's not because that's a growth hack or a growth strategy. It comes from a place of gratitude. It mm. comes from a place that I remember what it was like uh, being that way, you know, and having no one and that. So I, it's all love. So when, when someone does that, it's that. And you're never too good to respond to people. When people like ask me for like shout outs and this and that and, and, and you know, follow this and that. Honest to God, bro, I look at their page and I look at the stuff that they have. I said, you got to show. And this is exactly what Smile the General was saying. He said, you got to show me consistency for a while mm. before you ask for that. And you know what? I have no problem following people, but you got to show me consistency. Not a big page. Consistency. Show me response to each question. Show me to each thing. And I remember someone asked for like a shout out on their page. And I said, I went on their page. I audited really quick. And I said, look at all this opportunity you have over here. What's going on? I said, why should I do that when you don't value? Mm. Why should I bring you more people when you don't value the little that we have? Allah yeah, yeah, yeah. promises us that if you are grateful, I will increase you. Well, how can I increase you when you don't even value the little that you have? Now, when I give you more, you're going to uh, like show no value to them. Mm. And they got offended. Absolutely. How yeah, am I, yeah, what am I yeah, supposed yeah. to respond? What should I say to mashallah coming? I said, I don't care. <laughs> say mashallah back to them. <laughs> say alhamdulillah back to them. I don't care. But don't, don't act like you're too good to respond to them. Don't do that. Don't play yourself. I don't, I can't stand that sort of stuff, bro. So, you know, that's me. But, you know, I appreciate you having me over, bro. It means a lot to me. May no, Allah no, bless you, so man. Much. May thank Allah so increase much. this. And I, and I look I mean. forward to coming back to this next year and seeing the growth in this. And Absolutely. seeing the viewership increase, seeing the community, the, you know, the dope community increase. I think that's the number one thing I'm looking forward to. Absolutely. SQ, thanks so much. Anytime, man. To everybody watching, uh, please make sure that you subscribe. You like the video. Leave a comment. Let us know what you thought of the video. Um, if you are one of the five subscribers of mine, then make sure you follow SQ as thank well. Thank you. Thank you. It means so, a lot to me. Five is better than bump your numbers. <laughs> yes. Hey, look. Five is better than none. Hey, I take it. I take it. You know, we got to have that workman's mentality. You know, we're just grinding, hustle. Not, we're not worried about all those things. And I think ultimately, if, if you change the life of one person and that one person testifies you testifies for you on the That's day of judgment it. that could be you know, like like, like the prostitute who who, who um uh, gave water or milk to the, to the dog. dog yeah right in the same way that even though you've got hundred thousand followers 
it only needs that one person to actually, one sincere so, change their life person to really make it all worth it absolutely so if 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 you've benefited from this if you benefit from any of the work that SQ's done, please keep us in your da'as. Absolutely. Uh, please uh, continue to follow uh, the, the journeys. Share this with your friends and let them also um, uh, get a taste of this. And yeah, hope to see you on the next one, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.